Welcome to the suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And this, this is, is Suburban, Suburban Podcast. Podcast. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. All right. Have fun and enjoy. Let's get to it. So, this is our first podcast, official one, I guess. We've been doing a couple practice runs. We finally got the equipment going. And we're about to make it popping. <laughs> or what all the cool kids say. Let's twerk it on out. Is that what they say? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we're just washed. The cooler kids <laughs> might say that shit. The cooler, younger kids. <laughs> Alright. Um, so this Issa Rae thing. Yeah. That is... I, I don't know why... I'm, I'm pulling up Twitter now, and I'm just going to go through the whole thread of what people have been saying, but. Like, I don't know. Are we at the point now to where we just say people are outraged because a couple of people are mad? I think so, man. I think that's the power of this social media age is all it takes is a couple. Like, because I really don't see what. First off, she is a comedian or a a comedic person and I don't think you should take what she said too seriously you should see the message and what she was saying because there's always that's the thing about comedy um, is there's always truth and darkness in comedy right. which is what makes it laughable and relatable but I also think a lot of people aren't actual fans of comedy they just think they know what's funny but they don't know like the art of like they aren't fans of the entire realm like people think comedy is only supposed to be like silly and make and you laugh out loud and never political or right. you know what I'm saying right and it, it's also like to me I find more humor in things that don't make me just bust out laughing now that's always fun but I find more humor in the, oh that was clever like that's more of the thing I like like the dry humor like, that's why I love The Office, like, so much. It's a lot of laugh-out-loud stuff, but it's so, like, smart that it's on another level. Somebody actually screenshotted uh, an excerpt of two pages out of her book, A Black Girl's Guide, Black Women and Asian Men, and it says, I'm going to just hit the high points. Black women and Asian men are at the bottom of the dating totem pole in the United States. Yes, it's true. After many discussions and several observations over the years, I've decided that this is the case and said as much as early as 2010. Uh, let me see. She said, educated black women are too high maintenance, high, strong, and independent. They don't need men. There is a widening gap between the education of black women and men which doesn't leave very many suitable suitors. Unfortunately, the higher one's degree as a black woman, the lower your chances are of getting married. Add to the compile, the stereotype of being loud, complicated, and difficult, black women, your reputation sucks. Um, 
to the very last paragraph on this segment. It says, this is why I propose that black women and Asian men join forces in love, marriage, and procreation, educated black women. What better intellectual match for you than an Asian man? And I'm not talking about Filipinos. They're like the blacks of Asians. <laughs> I'm talking Chinese, Vietnamese, <laughs> Japanese, etc. According to the 2010 census, Koreans are more inclined to marry black than any other Asian group. That... That makes a lot of sense. My granddad's uh, newest wife is Korean. I'm I've known several black people that married Koreans. Like several. Koreans are more inclined to marry black than any other Asian group. So black women after college, maybe it's a good idea to settle in Los Angeles or anywhere else in Koreatown is a hot spot. Asian men, your women are ditching you at an alarming rate. Won't you consider black women, especially you Chinese men? There's an abundance of you. You are all. You are not all going to get Chinese women. So why not cross over to the black side? Have you seen how adorable Blasian babies are? <laughs> so I think it's a it's a mix of comedy, but also a mix of truth because there's statistics in there. Right. So I don't understand why everybody was so upset. I feel like people get so upset whenever anyone is advising black women to do things uh, differently or do things non-traditionally, like right. especially when it comes to dating and especially when it comes to dating outside their race. I feel like black women get shitted on for dating outside their race more than any other woman, unless it's like, you know, yeah, people from cultures who are supposed to date within their race or else they're shunned. I mean, well, it's not... At the same time, sometimes it's black people, but it's not as hardcore as like an Indian. I will say that, yeah, like those South Asian families are very hardcore hard. with that. Yeah. yeah, like with even white people, like anybody outside, they're not, they're not trying to mess with it at all. Their whole families will shut them out. Now I will say that, I I don't know, sometimes down here. Some white girls get get, th- get thrown through there for dating. It's just it's a it's different. It's not as vocalized. That's but a it's, southern thing, right? More than a that's a southern cultural thing more than it is a race. Culture. But also, I think after a certain level of income, like say if you're an SEC athlete. Um, I think it's a little accepted. bit more acceptable. Way more accepted. The money will change every goddamn thing. I love Demarcus. Him and Shun Trail are just... Right. Yeah. I put them aside for SEC football. But... I think that's why people are mad. Because she's suggesting something non-traditional for a black woman to do. For a black woman to do when it comes to not just dating but intellectually like right. I feel like the people who are mad are the people who feel like they are superior to black women like you're mad because we're telling black women to go date Asian men because they are probably more compatible intellectually than than you that makes people feel less than and nobody is used to feeling less than when it comes to being compared to a black woman or in respect to a black woman right i think that's why a lot of people were mad but it's really not that deep like 
But also, the weird thing is, after, um, you know, like how the Chinese helped build railroads in the 1800s. After they were done doing that, a lot of them settled down with black women. Yeah, that's where... Um, so a lot of us have Asian in us. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure Neo had said something about that. Because, you know, he's part, whatever, mm. uh, Asian. And he had posted a picture of a group of Asian people back during, you know, slavery age. And I was like, man, I didn't know that. But... That's how a lot of us are mixed, period. It's, right. it's because of that kind of stuff. Like, even on my ancestry thing, it came back 1% South Asian. I don't know how that got there. Now, I'm not saying that's 100% true, but more than likely, it's some kind of Asian blood. Probably. And I, I mean, I hate to go with the eye thing, but everybody's always <laughs> brought that up. And I'm like, I mean, I don't know. Oh my God. But my granddad, he. He was mixed with something. I don't know. He was supposed to do his before he died, but I don't know what. Like if I showed you one of my cousins, she looks half black, half Asian. A lot of like a lot of people on my dad's side look like that too, and that's why I always wanted to um, to get the the test done because not only do people say my dad looks like Tiger Woods, which I don't see that, but Eldrick, my grandma, <laughs> my grandma, she's like super looks like an Asian woman especially her older pictures like she had jet 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 black hair really fair skin of course the eyes and then like her her dialect even the way she talks was kind of like it it you know how some Asians have a little bit of broken English mm-hmm. but she, it's really like honed in broken English she talks like that and I always wondered, but I never asked. That's the other thing. Everybody's always afraid to ask about certain things because, I mean, you're digging into secrets. Everybody's afraid to ask. Well, too, I don't want it to be a thing where it's like, oh, you're different. Are you sure you're black? You know what I'm right. saying? Which, I, which, going back to it, I think that's part of what it is. But everybody doesn't get that treatment of, like, what is blackness? Like that question is always on the tip of everybody's tongue, but nobody ever. Everybody's more afraid of being perceived as being a sellout or yeah. something, and I think black women get that a lot. Black men just throw it aside for the most part. Now, every now and then, you see these uh, broken guys on uh, Twitter or Facebook. Like, <laughs> like I posted the other day about somebody posted a picture from Get Out. And they said, this is how uh, NFL players be looking on draft day. <laughs> <laughs> and this one guy got all of his, into his feelings. And he was like, maybe she was with him from the, from the beginning and working hard. He's like, bro, clearly you haven't seen this movie. And sure enough, we look at his Amy. And you know what time it is. And I don't have no problem. Date whoever you want to. Right. It's just don't project your hate onto somebody else. That's what it is. It's everybody's projection of bullshit onto something that's not even that serious. But also that goes into like just people in general still having issues with any kind of cultural mixes or in race mixes when it comes to dating. Right. Like for some reason, we just can't get over that. 
we still are not at the point where we just recognize people for people. And that's, I mean, that's why we still have issues with race and racism and all this other kind of bullshit. Like, people are people. Sometimes you connect with people who aren't from your same bloodline. But what is so wrong with that? It's nothing. Especially because we're all we're all super mixed anyway. Right, and that's, I hate that. Like when some of these cultures are like, you know, we want to keep the bloodline strong and the bloodline pure. I'm like, well, what exactly is? Pure? Well, your ancestors should have never came to America, right. man, because what they exactly is pure? the jig is up. <laughs> like that is the your jig <laughs> is. Shit. It's a little late for that. What exactly is pure? Is pure, you know, just. The, the the phenotype comes out looking the way you expect it or you right, know because phenotypes aren't direct uh displays of genotypes though no. so and like people people are weird and i think I, like i really want to know how many people are actually mad at Issa Rae or are they just trying to they just want, pile up on black women you know everybody just wants something to be mad at every day and this was just something that they could they could get mad on social media for like it's things that we should legitimately get mad and i don't think this is one of them for one it was a joke or in a joking matter while trying to make a bigger point right i have no problem with that and it's not like for one i don't think that many women are just gonna go out and follow her advice but i mean if they do that's on them it don't matter. This girl's tweet says, if black men ain't canceling Kanye West, then I'm showing the hell not canceling Issa Rae. I retweeted the fuck out of that. <laughs> All right. It's time to uh, go to our next segment. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Kanye motherfucking West. All right. We're talking about Kanye and his most recent meltdown. <laughs> 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 it's, it's so much to unpack. Because he's so all over the place. A lot of shit. He is very much in need of professional mental health. And the thing that sucks is he doesn't have to do any of this shit. Like, he's renowned enough and has legitimate classics. All he had to do was announce when the album was coming out. And we were going to buy it. That's it. But he's so extra, man. But he's—he—that's why I'm saying he needs professional help because he's reaching out for attention as another form of validation that everything that he is thinking and feeling is is okay, or just to prove that he's still gonna have people support him. But that don't make shit right. Which is weird because, like, like for one, me—I'm a huge Kanye fan. Whatever he was gonna come out with, I was gonna listen to it. I have an emotional attachment to his music and the way he, his videos, the way he does things. He doesn't have to do all this. He does not. Like, and he has a whole generation of kids who grew up on his music. Now we're reaching our thirties and he's reaching out for the kids that are younger than us. It's like, bro, you 40 years old, bro. You got your audience already. (laughs) Like stick with that. And then like, all you gotta do is put out music. Now, all this other stuff about, like, the art and everything, that is cool aesthetically. Like, well, I mean, some of it's cool aesthetically. (laughs) 
Like, I saw one person say that I think Kanye is just running a scam to make everybody try to dress like a 40-year-old man. That's why it's all, like, loose-fitting lounge clothes and things. It's like, think about this. Like, when he was in the My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy range, that dude was wearing the dopest tuxes I've ever seen anybody wear. That's why My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, that entire era is my favorite Kanye yeah. era. Because like, it was so crisp and that everything. was, I feel like, where he was at his most, like, artistic mental clarity was at that moment. Right. You had the Good Fridays. You had the Runaway Movie. The Runaway Movie. Is still one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. And then you come out with one of the greatest albums of all time. Like, he'll never be able to reach that. But to like, be alive during that moment was so dope. It really was. Like, I still bump my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy like it's new. Yeah. Been doing it since it dropped. And it'll never go away. It's classic already. Like, it was classic years ago. Right. Now, he, I heard, I was listening to Breakfast Club today, they said that he was going to use a picture of um, the, the doctor mm-hmm. for his album cover. And I'm just like, and he he's wanting to do that as, I guess, a sign of forgiveness, they said. Like, he, he thinks that that is him being uh, forgiving, and that's going to help him to quit being hurtful or hateful and I'm like that's not no like he's he's using all these weird vices and and tactics to try to heal himself and it's all bullshit to me like but you know here's the biggest thing for me that I had to really think about Kanye is just like every other nigga he's that dude that gets on YouTube in the middle of the night Starts just researching random videos. He's down. He goes down one rabbit hole. He's like, this, you know what? This makes sense. This Candace Owens. This Candace Owens lady has a lot to say. A lot of good things. With the, when you up and weary as fuck. Bro. And then the other thing is he brought that ugly ass troll to real life. To where everybody's like, who is Candace Owens? Who is Candace Owens? We didn't need to know who she was. We really didn't. Because I didn't. I I had heard her, but I didn't know her name. I, I, I just remember some of the dumbass shit she fucking said. And then, bro, that whole, like, plantation thing of we need to get off the Democratic plantation. Yeah. That and, makes and me mad. And Chance followed up with his tweet, oh, I was like, God. please, Chance, do not. He, he did clarify. Right. Which, which is, it, you know, pulled him out of high water a little bit, but... And in all honesty, I think if Kanye came out with an extended interview to clarify, like, here's the only bad thing about the whole situation. Nobody, he never clarified what he thought Candace Owens was saying that was good. And so when you do that, we just base everything that we see. And the main things we saw was like, nah, Kanye. And it hurt. And the other thing that made me mad was people being like, oh, why are y'all so hurt? It's like, bro, we grew up listening to this dude's music. Right. And he's made classics. And the other thing is, we won't be able to take that away from him. As much as it pains us and everything, those moments that we had good times with his music will always be there. Music is so driven by nostalgia. 
But sad to say, anything he says now is really not going to ruin who he was as that person then. Yeah. But we have to look at it from adults, and we do have to look at it as we can't idolize people. I know. But, but it's, it sucks. It's hard <laughs> when you're consistent with just coming out with bomb-ass content. And then you start doing weird shit. Like, it's hard. Right. Like, if Beyonce did some crazy <laughs> shit tomorrow, I don't know what the fuck I would do. Like, right. I, what am I supposed to do? I, like, of course, I would like for her to get, you know, back on track. But it's just like, do you still support the artists? Or do you support the art? Because at one point, we were supporting the artists and the art. Now, all we looking forward to is what is his art going to sound like? Right. I don't think we so much care about what he's doing with his everyday life or his his Mm -hmm. easy shit or none of his other his you know uh good segment like that's all gone and the crazy thing is he had us in his hand he really did and he threw it all away for nothing now i think it's for one because they keep blaming the kardashians for this shit i really don't I, I'm always weary when people blame a woman around somebody for the reason that they're acting crazy. Mm. Now, Kanye was crazy from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing. I, I did go back and I started listening to some stuff. Kanye did kind of have some respectability pro, uh, politics in some of his stuff. Like, in, uh, and I wonder when he was talking about, I think it was, and I wonder. Uh, when he was talking about Chicago had over 600 caskets. Mm-hmm. Man, that's some whack shit. Like, it goes on that tangent. He had some of those moments before, which I don't think... I know the whole scapegoat of what about Chicago is something people use to d- divide people. All the time. Yeah. And and when you look at the statistics, the murder capital, Chicago is like 16 on that list of 25. Birmingham's top five. Like six, like six, seven hundred people sounds like a lot, and it is, except for when you think about how many people stay in Chicago. Yeah, like per average, it's actually not as bad. It's not as bad as you would expect it to be. Right, but you like people don't know how to analyze numbers for one. But I and I do think that we shouldn't have our loyalty completely to the Democratic Party, and I think they should actually have to work for our vote. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I don't like Bernie Sanders. Like, because say what you will about Hillary, but she was out here listening and working with black people, especially black women. Bernie was so dismissive that he didn't even come down to the South to campaign. He did. Well, he went to what? He did that thing at Morehouse. He went to Birmingham. But Hillary Clinton was out here in these streets. She, yeah, she was. It it was it wasn't gonna work for Bernie anyway because he just didn't have the funding behind his campaign. Right. That's and that's another thing that it boils down to. Like a lot of people, I wish we could really get down to like the real shit when it comes to politics and voting and and everything like that. Because what a lot of people don't understand is like a lot of these candidates, Gary Johnson just don't stand a fucking chance because they don't have the same kind of funding. They aren't doing the same kind of traveling. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got riled up for Bernie for nothing. (laughs) 
for nothing. And, like, I do think there are some Republicans out here who do say some stuff that makes sense. It's just that, for the most part, y'all riding with a whole bunch of foolishness. And that's what... And that's what bothers me about the whole Kanye thing. Because it used to be, all right, Kanye be on some wild shit. But at no time did I ever think that Kanye wasn't being who he was. Now I'm questioning, are you being who you actually are? Right. We don't know who he is anymore. I I don't think he knows who he is. But I don't think it's based solely on him being out in Calabasas, I think it doesn't help that he's solely out in Calabasas, but John Legend ain't on no wild shit. But, I mean, it helps that his wife woke, too. As fuck. Yo, she a pit bull on Twitter. That thing is is. so funny. They were talking about her today on Breakfast Club, too. Um, But, it just all stems back to Kanye needing counseling, because he has just suffered so much trauma in the past couple of years. Like, first, the thing with his mom, I don't think he ever dealt with that at all. Mm-mm. And then, you know, when when Kim got kidnapped or whatever, right? he went through that and publicly did his little meltdown and was, you know, shitting on Jay-Z and Beyonce or whatever. He needs somebody to talk to so he can sort these feelings out, sort this trauma out, realize what triggers him and start like trying to cope with it before he gets back into creating his art or before he gets back into being so public with his thoughts (laughs) at least because yes we we like when celebrities are real with us but I feel like when it gets to a certain point to where we're seeing too much like I don't like oversharing at all I don't care who you are I don't want to see every single aspect of your life every single day. And I feel like Kanye is almost getting to the point where he's oversharing. Yeah. Especially for him to be at this point in his life where he's so discombobulated and all over the place. We don't need to see all that all the time. Mm. Now, I think that's where the Kardashian machine does play into it. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's, I don't know. And then the, here's the thing that scares me the most. They got three mixed kids. And one, like, have you seen uh, Saint? Saint dark skin. Mm, he looks like Kanye. Yeah. Straight up. And when Saint is 16, 17 years old, he's going to have to deal with certain things his sisters ain't going to have to deal with. Because mm. they know that little baby black. Yep. And especially if he's keep his hair cut low, right? Now, if you let them wait, I mean, uh, the hair grow out, they'd be like, Oh, what's going on here? You from Brazil or something? Let nigga? <laughs> Looking like Corbin Blue, <laughs> whatever happened to that dude? Oh my god, whatever happened to all the damn Disney stars? Sheesh. The only one I see all the time is Zach Efron. And that dude is crazy. They all are, I feel like. Raven Simone definitely even lost her damn mind. <laughs> I'm glad she has not been in the in the social media light as much because she was she was doing the most at one point. Alright. Also this week, speaking of uh heroes falling, 
You got the Bill Cosby shit. Oh my god! And the more surprising thing is, people are still riding for Bill Cosby. People are still riding for Bill Cosby. It's it's hard. I'm on the fence because people are also they've also been like posting the memes with um the father from Seventh Heaven. Yeah. Because, you know, he's had molestation charges and all this. And, you know, it's not facing any kind of repercussions at all. So it's just like, what do you do in that situation? Like, recognize wrong for wrong, but if, if we can still let this other person collect residuals and whatever else and live their lives... Why can't we do it? You know what I'm saying? That's that's another justice system flaw. Yeah. The only thing is, like, I, I used to watch Seventh Heaven. Cosby Show was a different machine. It was. It really was. Cosby Show was. I mean, clearly. Like. Vastly. Like. And to be all the way honest, I know this is hard for people to, to really think about, but you got to separate. Cliff Huxtable from Bill Cosby. Yeah. Cliff Huxtable and that character means something to America in general, not even just black America. means something different. Bill Cosby, the person who played him, is a monster. But you know, what's, I think what's hard sometimes about separating the art from the artist is a lot of the times, especially in like sitcoms, the the characters are pretty similar to the the actors who play who who play them. Like Claire Huxtable is Felicia Rashad to me. You know what I'm saying? Like of course there's probably a couple differences that we don't know about, but I feel like it was not a reach for her to play that role. Right. Lisa Bonet was not a reach for her to play that role. Lisa Bonet was a perfectly cast (laughs) Okay. Like she is still a hippie to this day. Um, you know what I'm saying? So that's why to me, like, I'm just like, man, it like he kind of was this monster though on, on TV. Right. A little bit. When you, when you go back and think about it, like some, some of the, some of the things like the intimate moments, wherever that they would share with him and, and Claire, Sometimes I felt a little uncomfortable. Uh huh. <laughs> and so when these things come out, I'm just like, uh, I kind of see. <laughs> the the thing that sucks the worst, I mean, besides of course the the women who were affected and their lives were ruined. People don't understand that Bill Cosby is not the victim. There are actual victims out here who have had to live with this pain, some of them for 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. And the reason that some of them didn't come forward was because he was a powerful man. Now, I know a lot of people like to be like, so you're saying a black man in the 60s had that much power? Oh, uh, Bill Cosby did. Hell Bill yeah. Cosby, I believe, was the first black man to win an Emmy. Bill Cosby had that kind of power. Richard Pryor had that kind of power. Right. Like... Uh, uh, Sidney Poitier, money Harry Belafonte. Like I said in the beginning, money will change some shit up. Right. And we just like to think that in the 50s and 60s that all black men were like 
I don't know. Like, it's the rewriting of history that we want to make it seem like like some people hadn't broken that mold by then. Mm-hmm. Bill Cosby was very successful in the early 60s and 70s. And then by the 80s, he was on superstar status. But, you know, I guess once you start trying to buy NBC, that's when uh, everybody wants to... Yeah. <laughs> that theory your, is... That theory is the funniest theory I've ever heard. Like the idea that Bill Cosby's has had enough money to buy NBC. And that's why that they came out with all these allegations. Right. Like, nah, bro. Even still, though. I, I'm looking at these tweets. Um, <laughs> There's some ignorant people out here. Says if Bill Cosby can be found guilty on 30 plus year old evidence, then why is it so hard to convict people caught on camera murdering unarmed black people? Asking for a friend. Like, man, if you don't get your social justice warrior ass out of here with that bullshit, are we really at the point now to where we just want to start defending rapists? Are black people in that bad of a situation that we just like, yo? We can't cast aside some niggas that's on some other shit. We got real union weight in. I think it's just the tip of the iceberg. And I think um, the day of reckoning is upon us. And uh, there's a lot of people who should be very, very worried about their freedom. Because justice is coming for you. She's so badass. Uh. <laughs> I think what's crazy, though, especially with a lot of these celebrity women that are speaking out about it, um, it's even more telling of like how often this happens with women in general, but especially with women who are around these like super powerful, well-known, rich men. Is like this shit happens so much. The, the women that are speaking out are usually women that are victims of this shit. And do you know how many women have been speaking out? Right. Like, uh, crazy numbers. Celebrity women, too. Like, she, you can see it on her face in yeah. that clip that she was, she had a little smart-ass tone. Like, she was upset. Like, yeah. And mem- she said, our memories yeah. are long. So I'm just like, yeah, she's including herself in that number because the number is fucking ridiculous. And I, and I think the guy who raped her, if I'm not mistaken, he's supposed to be getting out soon. That's, I mean, and it's real life pain with these people. It's not just like the whole idea that you would have a fake rape allegation just to get famous. That's not going to help you get famous at all. <laughs> There's got to be better ways than that. At least one. I know. <laughs> like, I, I, I just don't see a whole group of women being like, you know how to get this money. I'm going to say that motherfucker rape right. me. Right. Like, I'm going to make everybody have to investigate and come up with all these fucking lies. and Like, rape, don't get me wrong. Fake, false rape accusations do happen. But they're not as rampant as everybody likes to act like they are. 
the real thing is because men are cowards and we uh we want to play victim after somebody comes at us for legitimate reasons and a lot of people aren't able to admit that you started all right let's talk a little musics Mm -hmm. uh so cardi b's new album came out on april the 6th and i don't don't even want to say to my surprise because i was not surprised but it was it was a decent album very decent um i will say i didn't really feel the slower ballady type songs yeah of that a lot of women were like super relating to like be careful with me and through your phone i actually like the be careful it was, record. It's catchy but it is it hasn't caught on with me enough that i could actually listen to it when i'm listening to the rest of the album because i feel like first three songs of course she got her her dreams and nightmares <laughs> <laughs> uh, remake then you know drip then big and head it's like three bangers back to back to back to back i was driving i like now i don't even like look at the album titles i just start like listening to it when big and head came on i lost my shit i see that's exactly how i felt about almost every song on there except for through your phone careful with me what's the other like super slow I even like that the uh the one with the yeah baby. Oh yeah, I like it with the little Spanish flavor. Yeah, that shit is dope. I I love that. That's that's a bop, like for real. Um, what I was gonna say was I don't like how Nikki has been responding to her. I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't want to call it jealousy from Nikki because I feel like. Nikki has always portrayed like this confidence in herself. Like she has always been Sage power. the bad bitch. You just know she a bad bitch, especially as one of the newer female rappers. So I don't want to say that she's jealous of Cardi, but I feel like in a way she can't take that Cardi is heating up as right. fast as she is. It's got bangers. And honestly, at first, I was a little nervous because when Bodak Yellow hit, I was like, damn, this bitch from, from <laughs> like what? That was a banger. That's still, everybody still loves that shit. Yeah. But they were putting her out in the media and like overplaying that song so much. I was starting to feel like they were going to over push her to the point where we were going to be tired of her. So right. when this album came out, I was like, oh, hell no. Like, she ain't going nowhere. No I knew she wasn't going nowhere when she was on that G-Eazy song. Oh, yeah. And she made that song. Dude, her her verses are so dope, man. I, like... You have to root for her. You have to. Because like, I, that, that is one thing that I feel like really makes a rapper, a singer, period, is good-ass lyrics. Like, when you can be poetic with your shit and you know I'm saying it's relatable it makes sense and she comes off as goofy without it being forced like it's like she is who she is yeah and you gotta respect somebody like that like she's transparent and also the idea that like she's like that that ghetto girl who's smart as hell because I don't think enough people put on like give her credit for that 
that she's legitimately very smart. Yeah. Like, even when she's talking, she'll say the little funny, goofy things, but she's really spitting real talk. And I don't think... Some people get on that respectability of, well, she shouldn't be acting like that in front of white people. Right. I think everybody (laughs) wants... When you have a little bit of a, a fiery attitude and when you... Are you you got a little hood to you? Everybody wants you to be more polished when you're around, you know, certain people and when you're doing interviews and stuff. And I'm just like, no, we like people like transparency. We like being able to see who people are. Like we like being able to relate to people, not just through their lyrics. Like we like being able to see you wake up with your head messed up one day. Like, right? Don't nobody want to have to feel like they have to be on 10 all the time like that's that's too much pressure exactly but i'm feeling her um i'm ready for her to go ahead and drop this baby though so she can get back to it because <laughs> the funniest thing i've ever seen that was when she was twerking on uh <laughs> coachella stage <laughs> that baby is full she blue <laughs> let that belly stop none of her juice because yeah. Now I did say she, I did see where she said she was gonna uh, slow down on tour because, and I quote, she said, "It's hard for a bitch to even breathe." <laughs> <laughs> Being so, real as so, fuck. so get your rest. We gonna be here waiting because yes, she is like she's unstoppable at this point, and it's mm-hmm. good to see. Like she seems like a legitimately good person, so it's good to see people be able to be themselves mm-hmm. and get some accolades while doing it. And then I like Nikki. It's just I mean it's a it's a new person and and I get that Nikki had to grind her ass off to get proven. But I mean they just had different paths. Nikki wasn't on loving him. Right. Cardi was able to have you know what I'm saying, viewers in the fan base before she even put music out. Right. So, of course, her success came a little bit quicker. That doesn't mean it was easier because it was still some years right. before anything ever happened for her musically. Like, to for me, Bodak Yellow was what blew her up, but she had uh, EPs and albums out before. This is how quick she rose. You realize she was in Huntsville like a year and a half ago. Like, before all this Bodeg Yellow stuff, she was out here in Huntsville at these grimy clubs and everything. And now she popping off. I mean, she's putting in work for it. It's just Nikki putting in a different kind of work. Like, Nikki was out here literally battling niggas in fucking stairwells on some Wu-Tang shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, fighting her way to the top. Like, like... A classic New York story. And then she came down south, started working with Walker's mom, and started with Gucci and them, and then she hooked up with Wayne now. Like, it's a different story. And, but I mean, it still took Nikki to get that monster verse before people were like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, she killed that monster verse. Man. Which honestly, she kills almost all the the verses. Like any feature that she's yeah. on, she pretty much kills. Like on "Rake It Up," she kill. She kill. Like 
I don't understand. Sometimes I feel like she goes harder on her features than she does on her songs. Yeah. And I feel like that's so backwards. And I need, like, I'm a Nicki fan too. So I just, I just feel like if she is going to be, you know, such a self-proclaimed bad bitch, she needs to show us that in the studio. And these two singles that just came out, I ain't heard neither one of them. But that's because I haven't been. <laughs> I haven't been. She hasn't. She hasn't excited me. Like for once, she disappeared from social media for a while. Mm-hmm. She did a little interview, you know, where she was kind of crying and tearing up about the Cardi B shit, which I thought was absolutely ridiculous. But other than that, we haven't really seen her in the media like we used to. So she has kind of fell off to me. She right. don't have to come like super hard with whatever else she drops. You know, it's also a weird time because, like, I know you said you haven't listened to the J. Cole album, but have you have you listened to any parts of, like, the song where he was talking about, uh, I don't even know the little nigga's name. It's like Lil Pump or something. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's weird because, like, all these rappers are, like, around our age. So now we're all fully realizing that Millennials are actually old as fuck right now. <laughs> and these new these new niggas on some other shit. These new niggas can go. But like like did you see this I know you saw the Takashi six nine thing on Breakfast Club a couple weeks ago. Oh my god, that was such a cringe worthy episode. The the fact that Charlemagne was just like, You gonna be dead in two years. We already know. <laughs> comfortable for me because but he just kept talking about how he ain't gonna make it and I was just like I understand that you're trying to put a little fear in him but nigga. but he was out, he, he out here wild he is wilding he is absolutely lost his damn like, like to do that stuff in Houston with Jay Prince son he has he has an invincible attitude about him which I think a lot of these super young super new rappers have like yeah Ain't nobody gonna fuck with me. Like they get a few dollars in their pocket and they think that they can do whatever and say whatever, and that's not that's not how it works. Especially in this rap game where half of these niggas are gang affiliated anyway. Like, right. that, and that's what Charlamagne was saying. Like, but that's the other thing. Charlamagne was trying to like slowly like tell him that we didn't see Pox, we didn't see all these other cats come in doing all this stuff, and it's real out here. That's awesome shit the thing that made me bad about that interview was when they had his OG up there, his OG didn't call him on none of his shit. It's like, nah, man, I get that you don't want to call that young man out in front of people, but you gotta let him, you gotta let us know that you at least keeping him. Like, yeah. And then the relationship between Takashi and uh, academics clown ass. What is their relationship? Why are we still letting academics Why be out are we here? still letting academics? That is questions that need answers. Why is he still interviewing anybody? Like people used to get run up out of uh, Hot 9-7 for uh, worse shit than this, but we still just letting academics thrive. I don't see like I, I, I don't see how. I don't follow that nigga. I don't like, see how. Like, because he, he disrespectful in these streets too. Like, I ain't even saying, like, I'm a street dude. But I know enough street dudes to know how they move. And I don't know. Like, that Takashi interview. Like, I was I watched that interview, like, three times. I was just like, I can't believe 
that that's not how it was. Like, when we were younger, like, when Boosie was wilding and Gucci was wilding, it was even a certain level of they moved a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. This dude don't care. At all. And he, and I refuse to believe he got a backing in these streets. There ain't nothing for them to pop off on him. It's normal people out here getting shot. Absolutely. And I don't, I don't see it any good. I hope that young man gets straight his his life out. See, I sound old as hell. <laughs> uh, I hope that young fella gets to uh, get his life together. Oh, young fella, you acting up out here. But man, like I feel Charlemagne with that. I'm too old for this shit. Right. Like I, I was thinking the exact thing when he that was, was saying. That was making me uncomfortable too, though. I was like, damn, Charlemagne, you just gonna quit on this nigga? Like you just gonna talk did, to him hey. like this in front of his face? But at the same time, like I kind of understand. Like man, you can't save everybody. You can try, but <laughs> I mean that 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 dude's. On some other shit. On some other shit. Whole new world. And Little Mermaid. When are we gonna like finally recognize that Lil Wayne has birthed a whole generation of people that want to <laughs> look exactly <laughs> like him with lighter skin? <laughs> it's oh like all God. these dudes got dreads, face tattoos, and uh, talking nonsense. Colorful dreads at that. Yeah, like I'm over that. I'm so over that. It's just weird, man. Like, just to see the the people who are birthed from dudes that we like, we kind of grew up listening to or are our age. Like the people, like uh, they're influenced by Lil Wayne, Kanye. Now, ASAP Rocky is people. Stealing his swag and stuff. What is he doing right now? He's about to come out with an album. Is he? It's about time. Like he was gone for a minute. That last album came out was so was so good. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta do that to me? <laughs> like I would. All right. Uh, at, at long last, ASAP. Oh, That's shit. the one that had uh, LSD. And all those other good songs. Like, I don't know if I even listened to that. I remember that that album came out right after he had lost ASAP Yams, and so he talks about a lot of like losing his friend, mm-hmm. and that came out the same time around when Chance died. So that I was riding with that album. Like I could relate to a lot of stuff on that album. So Long Live came first, and then Long Last. At Long Last ASAP, yeah. Long last. So the only the last one I listened to was Long Live. And that was years ago. Oh, yeah. You gotta go back and listen to uh, At Long Last ASAP. Someone else downloaded this shit. I'll do that right now. Um. So. Yeah, I don't know. He had made some comments about black women in red lipstick a couple years ago, and I just felt like he was out of line for that. First of all, I, mean, yeah. I don't like when men get in, in, in the mix of those kind of discussions right. with what women should do with their bodies and hair and makeup. and. But if you notice, most of the cats that do that, dark-skinned dudes. Right. He was saying that uh, dark-skinned women basically shouldn't wear red lipstick, and I'm just like... At the same time, I'm not going to agree, because I see how your face is right now. <laughs> but... <laughs> 
I grew up, my mom always saying stuff like that. Certain things you shouldn't wear as a dark skin. I just think person. there's a way. There's a way to do it. Yeah. And there, and maybe some women just don't know that way. But you can definitely be dark skin and wear red lipstick. Right. Or whatever color lipstick you want. You just have to do it correctly. I think you can't that's just the throw it on and go. Well, you I, have to put a little bit more work into it, but that's all right. It doesn't mean that you can't do it though. Mm-hmm. But as a man, I don't think you should ever be commenting on. A women and what they should wear or what they shouldn't wear. No, because for one, it's like not all women are doing this shit for you. That's the other thing that a lot of people have to start realizing. Is that women shit. don't do shit for <laughs> right. men all the goddamn time. Women, <laughs> women do stuff because they want to. It's not just because they try to get a dude to, uh, to notice. I know. Say some shit. Like, Trust, if they want to do that too, they can do that. There are women who do, but not all women. Right. Like, it's just not for you, man. But, yeah, I'm looking forward for ASAP. I mean, I'm going to be all the way honest. I'm going to listen to Kanye's album. I mean, I'm going to listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to listen to it, you know what I'm saying? See really where his where his head is at. But at this point, this motherfucker going to have to be on some of my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy stuff. It's going to have to be. But, um... <laughs> played a snippet of his song with T.I. Oh and I don't know what that was. If uh, that's like the mood for the album, <laughs> nigga. Yo, I don't know if you gonna get this reference. But do you remember in the uh, the Republican primaries when Ben Carson's had that radio ad no. on black urban stations? That's exactly how that song sounded. Like it was just terrible, and I was like, "Oh no!" And then the fact that Ti was on there, and Ti is one of my favorite rappers of all time. And I get he's trying to talk sense to Kanye, but I mean, God, I don't know, man. Girl, it's just. That's right. I, I call Kanye girl. Because, <laughs> yeah. You started. All right, let's talk. Uh, headline Coachella two weekends in a row. Who does that? Um, Queen. But was the first black woman to do so. And she did it in the blackest way that she could. And shit, of course, went viral. The crazy thing is, like, I feel like this podcast is pretty much like being black and white spaces Boom. and she, that is the epitome of doing that. Like, yeah. Like she went super black she went, in the whitest place possible. She went through, and what I think is so hilarious about her doing shit like this is like, there's so many white people who don't even understand what the fuck is no. going on. And I think that is, that, that is great. That is how, that is the true definition to me of, being able to cross over. Right. Um, you bring. also still keeping your people together. Right. Like, she is bringing our culture to the forefront. To the forefront. And people just think it's a show, but they don't understand it's HBCU in here. You got. It's a whole culture. You got the New Orleans culture. You got. Um, it, she that. has so much going on. Like. 
the video where she was doing lift every voice and sing. I was like, oh my god! I, I nobody was expecting that. No, I just thought it was just gonna be like some dope Beyonce shit. I didn't think she was gonna be like. She went all the way black. She went right. to our roots, like it's <laughs> like Earl Jones, right? <laughs> like it's so. It's also so refreshing that like some like so many other people want to separate from things and. I felt like earlier in her career, it was still, she was definitely black and she was definitely a Southern girl. But now that's on full display that she like, bitch, mom, <laughs> bitch, my mom from New Orleans, my daddy from Alabama. I think that came from too, like, she, well, first when you come out as an artist, you're trying to appeal to the masses right and then once you really hone in on on who you are as an artist and not only who you want to appeal to but the message that you want to get across is when you actually start letting all that out but i mean of course it takes years of experience to actually find that find your specific voice and i feel like i feel like honestly what flipped the switch in beyonce was obama like Obama's term, mm-hmm. Michelle Obama reaching out to her um, to do the, um, she did one song. Because, you know, Michelle Obama had the, she had the movement for kids yeah, to be uh, healthy. And, why and get can active. I remember what? I can't remember. Uh, and I'm a Beyonce stan. I see, was, I see the video. It was what? a remix of one of yeah. her songs. Get me body. That's, That's it. it. The, yes. So I feel like. She really, really started coming into her black womanness at that point. And also by getting rid of uh one Matthew Knowles. Oh, yeah, she got rid of her dad, you know. And she, then her mama started, got rid of her dad. <laughs> she started, you know, being more in control of and in charge of her own shit. Has her own, you know. It, it, I just cannot express, number one, my love for Beyonce. But I think, like, when she first came out and when she was first a solo artist I think she was getting a lot of flack from black women like black women were saying I remember a lot of black women saying that she wasn't black enough because you know she's light skinned she had this blonde hair everybody thought that she was trying to be a white woman which I cannot stand like I hate when anybody but especially black women use blonde hair as an excuse to try to say right I'm just like Blonde hair is not exclusive to white people. It no. never has been. There, there are tribes in Africa that have all the tribe they have blonde hair. Precisely, um, and plenty of we already know that black comes in motherfucking forty eight thousand shades. Anyway, so why I, I don't understand that, but and I I'll, feel like also. If you look back in early Beyonce videos, them hips don't lie. Oh, right. Hey, bruh, that's Texas. A.F., okay? <laughs> like, that is Houston barbecue all day. Right. You can't hide that shit. At all. And she wasn't trying to, but now, I feel like her. I have, oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I have seen it where, like, her dad, her dad definitely suffered from uh, colorism. Because did you not see the part where her dad said that uh, when he met Tina, he thought she was white? For the longest, I did not, and it it kind of puts a glimpse into because he was in control of her career at that time. Mm-hmm. That he was trying to make her super make her accessible, more, yeah. But I think by her getting control, and then 
also by her, I guess, seeing the world and becoming more cultured, like, that's what all this is playing into. And then you got Obama, then you got the Black Lives Matter movement, which her and Jay have both donated money and don't put it on the forefront that they're sending money. Like, when they bonded all those people out of jail in, what, Baltimore? Yep, and they've been sending money to um, the Flint water crisis. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, I cannot, I just still can't get over that performance. Uh, It just makes me, like, super hyped for whatever her album is about to sound like makes me super hyped for this tour but I feel like another thing that that really pushed her black woman is out was her having blue mm-hmm. because now she's you know a mom of a black child and in the midst of all this shit that America is going through right now she's also dealing with personal shit also dealing with personal shit um Bruh. All right, we got to talk about this also. also curious <laughs> about how the tour is going to go because, of course, I got tickets. But I haven't got my tickets yet for this one reason. I am a super Jay-Z fan. Like, die hard. So am I. The Rock. Jay actually brought me to the Beehive. But now, I mean, this is how powerful Beyonce is. She she out here she making... She Jay-Z. Yes, like, feeling all type of upset. And be like, why you gotta bring this dick around? She dedicated <laughs> most of the damn Beachella show to shitting on men. It was dope as fuck. And Jay Z was there, like, and we accepted that shit. The also the funny thing is now Jay Z is just Beyonce's husband. Like, as many men have been, uh, it's been the opposite. It's just funny. And it's like, no matter if he does yeah, make I a mean, billion dollars, he's still just going to be Beyonce's husband. Beyonce is just too, for one, like, for the longest time, she had no scandals. She she wasn't putting all of her personal business out like everybody else was. Um, and her, her art and her talent just speaks for itself. So we just all have such a level of respect for her so when we see her finally in this serious relationship that turns into a marriage that turns into you know them becoming parents and then find out that he was cheating on her for some time it 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 taints our perception of who he is and who he was because of who she is like she has not to say that she's been perfect or been an angel, but you just don't fuck with Beyonce. <laughs> like how 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 do you gain a woman of that stature and almost lose it? How? And that four 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 almost is so fucking good. It really was because you just like damn man. I mean, because he had to tell his truth too, but he also had to. She dragged him all eliminated. Uh, that was so fucking funny. Because you know he had... <laughs> all to... <laughs> the memes that came out after eliminated. And the other weird thing is now, like, when you see them courtside, like, the other night, Jay-Z just looking like a bum. Like, old oh, man. And then Beyonce just... Out here looking like an angel and all white right. and shit. You got Blue out here calling shots and shit. 
buying paintings at auctions and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Like, but that... That, um... Speaking of four four four, um, that video where they went to the future and they had uh, the girl from This Is Us playing Grown Up Blue. I didn't see that. That was that was crazy. I haven't seen any of the videos. I've only listened to. Listen so you didn't see none of the four 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 videos. Mm-mm. The videos actually probably made the album better. I didn't even know because they did like a re they redid a whole Friends episode. I didn't even know the videos and cast out. it with black except for um. It's, oh, it's also because it's on. It was on title at first. Oh, and now it's on YouTube. I don't have title anymore. He has it on YouTube. No. The only video that I saw was out was the OJ. Mm. Well, yeah, I'm gonna have to look that up too. But be like, I don't. I've always wanted to see Jay Z live because I missed the Watch the Throne tour. And that's one of my biggest regrets, especially on recent events, which have led me to depression, that I never will see a sane Kanye again. I went on the Yeezus tour. That shit was dope, though. That nigga had a Yeti on a mountain. I don't... (laughs) I don't know if I really got onto the Yeezus era that hard. That album... Like a lot that of people. That was the one with Black Skinhead and. Uh, I love that song. I too. love Black Skinhead. I think I only fucked with like a few songs on that album. That actually was a very good album. A lot of people didn't get it then, but now you listen to it, what three four years removed, it's a very good album. I would actually put it way ahead of the Life of Pablo. I didn't. I wasn't feeling the Life of Pablo either. Ultralight Beams was probably the only song that I could really really get with. Uh, yeah, some bangers. And yeah, I said that that no more parties in LA was hard. I said that when it dropped too, and maybe I was just trying to listen too fast, but I just felt like everything that came after Ultralight Beams just didn't live up to the the, the Kanye the standard that it set. Ultralight Beams just set a really. I mean, it yeah. just set, it yeah, set the Kelly bar. Yeah, Kelly Preston and Kirk Franklin with Chance the Rapper on And a choir. Like, you cannot put a choir on a song first. Not with that kind of a powerful... But I feel like that was a mixtape. It was a really good mixtape. Yeah. That's, 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 that is probably why I wasn't feeling it too much because it didn't feel like enough went into the rest of the album. Like, I literally listened to Ultra Light Beams and everything else just feels like, meh. I feel you. Now, I do want to see what happens with all these other albums that he's produced. Because they said he produced all of Tiana Taylor's albums. I know. I'm and that's going to be it. Very curious. I don't care. I what you feel. The music videos, I know. She, How is she that fine? I don't understand. <laughs> Her fine ass had me watching motherfucking, uh, what the fuck is that dance movie? Uh, Honey 2 on BET mm-hmm. the, other, the other week and the, the movie was garbage <laughs> but garbage. just watching her I was like I don't understand she is gorgeous like yeah. gorgeous face beautiful skin beautiful hair beautiful smile beautiful breasts beautiful like, breasts <laughs> abs cut like a motherfucker then she got ass then she got good lit I'm just like how do you how are all of your body parts but have you seen her mom her mom well, five. Yeah. 
My mama got ass too. <laughs> your daddy look like where your daddy at? Like, like I don't, I don't understand that gene pool. Her, and then um, motherfucking uh, Jada Pinkett. Yeah. Like those are some badass moms. Yeah. Jada Pinkett's mom. <laughs> right. And she gotta be 60s, almost 70. Can we just talk about like Cause these Jada Pink black, is what, 40 something? black women. Yeah, her mama gotta be in her mid 60s. Gotta be. But oh my god, I just have you, never. You know what's weird? You know who I've been feeling lately? <laughs> I don't know if it's because I'm getting older. Oh, Oprah shit. been looking like a snack, <laughs> man. You haven't seen about Oprah <laughs> You have definitely been tweeting about Oprah. Oh, Oprah fine as fuck, man. <laughs> like Oprah been had body though. Yeah, but I, Oprah can get it, man. Oprah I'm not ashamed body. to admit it. Oprah got a small waist and big ass hips. Oh yeah. And big titties. <laughs> That's why Stedman's still around. Hey man, Stedman know he ain't gonna rock the boat. At that all. that gym. Of her holding step Stephen's hands is still the funniest thing I've ever heard. I like ever seen seen that. the one where like he's behind her, and she's just. <laughs> I've not seen that. I'm about to look it up. Like the Oprah and Stepman thing, though, is I guess that's what millennials want now. This is what somebody just have a dope ride or die. I mean, ain't nobody trying to get married. So I mean, some people are trying to get married. It's just you know other people. Just ain't feeling them that way. I know that. You know. Sometimes looking right at the person and you don't even they don't even look at you that way. It's just how it is.